0: Welcome back, coming to you live from the Summerton community, Kailo, of Summerton, Philadelphia. And uh, we continue with Der HaShem. It's Erev Shabbos over here, Erev Shabbos, Parsha's Vayechi Chazak. And, that's right, try to end off the week with a Chazak over here. We're not doing Derr HaShem? We are doing Der HaShem. And in fact, not only are we are doing Der HaShem, we're doing Der HaShem Chelek Dalad Perk Vav Simen Bez. Dalad Vov Bez. We're moving on to the next paragraph in the Eparic that is discussing the structure of davening. And we had a very intense introduction so far to the structure of davening, which we haven't heard much about the structure of davening yet. We did hear a lot about the kaichas hatoma. we heard about the forces of light and darkness, we heard about darkness and light, we heard about day and night and night and day, and why night has to precede the day and what the function of the nighttime is, and what we're doing when we have daytime. And we saw that every day has to begin with the night, and with the night we begin with having the powers of ra, of evil, of darkness, uh, once again reintroduced into this world and given free reign in this world, being un- hem- hampered, unhindered, unchecked, and unlimited. And then we begin to diminish their power. That's the night, the daytime, as night gives way to day. And that gives the every day, every 24 hours, gives the shoirish, once again, of two fundamental notions of this world. One is that there has to be darkness, there has to be wrath there has to be an option for evil and there has to be the ability to diminish that evil. So that we need on a, on a constant basis, recycle every 24 hours. Now, we're gonna move on from there to uh, a warm-up, getting one step closer to understanding the cycle of davening every day, shachar's minchen marv, and the warm-up to the cycle of davening is the cycle of our daily activity. The rhythm of our daily activity, when we begin with, with doing a certain uh, you know, a certain pattern, a certain routine. We have a routine that we begin our day with before we even get to davening. So that's where we're gonna be, be heading first before we even get to chakras, we're gonna be getting into our daily routine. I think we're gonna build that off of the whole introduction that we saw in the last couple days. So let's see now. Base. When the Ribina has given power and control to the Kaichasarat, the hatoma, Hashem has given them control at night. They arise once again at night. They have the ability to be present as far as they can reach in this universe at nighttime, time. Nimtza chesh oyla misra'a mischazik. So at night, the, 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 all the resulting effects of that are also reinforced and re-empowered. And that is the presence of darkness in the world. And the presence of the absence of God in this world is, is something that's reinforced. And the the um, presentation presentation of something as being devoid of godliness, devoid of light, devoid of anything redeeming that is increased and reinforced at nighttime. And that applies to us also. So here now this is going to become personal. This idea of what's going on at night, the reinforcement and uh, presentation of evil and running everywhere is gonna now come back to affect us. It's gonna hit us now man, us as well so when I'm asleep at night, when we're all sleeping at night we are no different than anything else in this world and we are not immune to this uh, idea of the and the being able to be ever present and um, spread their range and their authority everywhere at night it affects us also the presence of Ra at night, the unhindered, unchecked, unfettered presence of evil, which has nothing naturally keeping it in line at nighttime, comes and is able to infiltrate us also. It has power over us. It has power over us as well while we're sleeping at night. What does that mean? What's that power? So we'll have to explain that. You know, are, are we becoming evil beings at night? When we're asleep, are we really all, without realizing it, doing bad things? You know, are we getting out of our beds and sleepwalking? Are, are, are we, are we doing shoplifting? Are we parking our car on the wrong side of the street in the middle of the night, and then before we wake up, move it back to the correct side of the street? Like, what is it that we're doing at night? What does this mean that the kaichas rak, kaichas ha toma, are are uh, affecting us at night also? Um, Rav just threw there that, that we're dead at night. Is actually not so far off the mark. We're going to come back to that idea. So, uh, but in any case, the kaichas atoma that are spreading their, their membranous wings everywhere at night are also are also uh, enveloping us. To so the degree that they're able to connect with and click with the part of us which has a natural connection to Ra. And that is our physicality and our Yetzer Hara. So there's a deep idea going on over here. There's a very deep idea. Um, At any given point in time, we always have a, a part of ourselves which is lofty, which is glorious, which is godly, and that's our neshama. We all have a spark of light hopefully more than just a spark. And we're also always connected to there's a, a, a fundamental part of our existence, which is, as we would say, a stick rare a piece of cloud of dirt. A cloud of dirt. Earthliness. Earthliness and the physicalness and, and 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 corporeal, the part of us which is earthly and which is physical and which is material. That's our body and the body comes together with an earthly pull, a, a spiritual component with, which gives an earthly pull, and that's the Yetzir Hara, which is the spiritual component of the Nefesh, the Nefesh HaTachtoin, which wants to pull us towards all things material and distant from God. So at any given point in time, if we exist, if we're alive, if we're down here, we do have a fundamental part of us, which is down here, although we do have a fundamental part of us which is connected to up there. So at nighttime, what does it mean that the Yates are Hara, I'm uh, sorry, that the Kaychas are, Atoma are spread everywhere and they're infiltrating everywhere. They have power everywhere, including over us. It means they have the, the power, so to speak, over the part of us that connects with them. They have the power to connect with the part of us that connects with them naturally. They have the ability to infiltrate and to spread their power over the physicality of of ourselves, which is already naturally within their realm. What does that mean? That they're spreading their power over the... It's very, very vague ideas over here. Very fuzzy concepts that they're spreading their power over the part of us that's physical. What that means is that they are staking a claim in us. They're staking a claim. And they're seizing us. They're declaring us as their own territory. This belongs to me. Staking a claim. I'm just staking a claim. Planting a flag in our bodies overnight and making a declaration. This is mine. This belongs to me. We, representing the Koychas we representing the... um, inclination in this universe to be inclined away from God, to be disinclined to do anything that's holy and redeeming um, and good and light and just we go the opposite direction we at night time are um, promoting that and exerting our power over that and including any area in this world which is in line with us, we are staking out as a part of our territory. This belongs to us. You see this body that's sleeping right here? This is a, an instrument for Toma and Ra. You see this body with this Yetzir Hara that has a, 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 an inclination to take that body and go away from God? Yes, this belongs to us. This is, this is our territory. This is our turf. This is a clee to do our bidding. And that's the declaration they make at night. And when such a declaration is made, so yes, the the body is now more, more um, um, inclined, and more um, um, it's it's vulnerable at night to this. And it is, um, it is um, um, uh, what's it called? I'm looking for that word that's not coming right now. Excuse me. It's open and available and um, susceptible to this, this claim of the Kayichas HaToma stating and saying, this is ours. This belongs to us, and that does make the Goph, taka ever more inclined to do the bidding of the of the K'aychis HaToma. The guf is left prone to the kaichas at night. The guf has a natural affinity with the kaichas And the kaichas at night, being able to exert their power, are are seizing that body for themselves, declaring it as part of their territory. That, that by um, extension, makes this body a body that's now more inclined to be choyte. Um, This is what's going on at night when we're asleep. Furthermore, what makes the the this the body even more vulnerable and more susceptible to this being staked and claimed by the kairosom at night is that when a person is asleep, here we have Reb Moshe's point that he made earlier: the upper links of our neshama depart the body when 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 we're asleep. A person is composed of Many, many links and many levels of his neshama. The upper levels of the neshama, those 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 links loosen up at night. And there is a a, a um, degree of departure that the soul makes from the body when we are asleep. Like we explained a long time ago earlier in the Sefer. We, we experience partial death at night. The Gemara says, sleeping is, shein is one sixtieth of death. 160th of death, meaning that the neshama has done a a, a, a partial departure from the body. shena echad mishish And that's that statement. That slumber is 160th of death. And being that, at nighttime, the, the soul has... The soul, which is our godliness, which is our spark of of, 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 of uh, light, and our connection to the ribayinah sholaylam, which... which, um, while it's present, does keep the Kachas at bay, prevents the Kachas from staking us out because the, uh, you know, the Neshama is present. At night time, the Neshama departs. That's furthermore what allows these Kachas which are running amok at night, which, that's what allows them to stake a claim in our body. Be'eder or HaNeshama due to the absence of the light of the soul, which illuminates the body. Alkane kein nimtza knisa yoiser That allows an entry point for the toma the, the, uh, to get into the body at nighttime when we're asleep. Okay, so let's digest that. This is a, a huge idea, which is leading us to huge places, breakthroughs in, 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 uh, in, in Yisaitas here in Yiddishkeit, and new insights and old um, concepts. These k'iches at that are very powerful at night, that are unhindered, unchecked, unlimited at night, what they're essentially doing is they are, The good way of understanding that is, as we're giving an, a new understanding this morning, is they are staking claims. They are staking out their territory and their turf, they're planting flags. This is mine, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. And when it plants a flag, yes, it makes that more of an instrument, more of a clea to do its bidding more inclined, to do the bidding of the Kreyches That—that That is exactly what's happening at night. Nighttime is a dangerous time, Chazal tells. It's dangerous spiritually because the, the world, humanity, and everything that's there has more of an inclination towards Ra can be subverted more towards evil, nefarious purposes, than it can be during the day. <clears throat> Not at different times in the parts of the world. Yes. So in those parts of the world, that's where the... Yes. Yeah. All... No. No, it goes every region according to nighttime coming in over there. So, uh, 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 a Ben Yisrael is no different. A, a, a Yid is no different than when a Yid is asleep at night. Restam, to two levels. At nighttime, a Yid is susceptible to this flag being planted in them. That's what the Kaychas are doing at night. Um, you don't make yourself more susceptible than, than, than necessary at night. You don't go Yechidi balai, the president doesn't go out alone at night, even when he's awake, he's up against the Kaychazairah. You know, at the lights, you know. There's, more, there's always more of a feeling of hefkaris of, of in the air at nighttime. This, this, uh, um, the hefkaris, the feelings of precast all. Um, that come naturally at night are a result of what the Ramchal is saying, that the Kayichas are running around, trying to plant flags wherever they can, trying to lay claims and lay stakes to whatever they can. Even when a person is up, you know, a person can sometimes pick up on this. Nighttime is a time that naturally has that feeling of the Rebbein is absent, no one's watching, no one is looking, it's Hefker, it's Prikas ol. That is not just a psychological thing, that it's, it's dark, you know, you feel a little bit more uh, loose, and, uh, and 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 um, unbridled. Uh, uh, what a Yid is feeling is the loose, unbridledness of the Yetzer of, of the. I am sorry, the Kachas which are able to run everywhere and and plant their flags. He's feeling a pla- flag trying to be planted in him. And that's why a person has to double down, even when he's awake at, at 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 nighttime, to be resistant to this, to to not allow that in. And and. The Ramchal says that it goes a further step, one step further, that when we're asleep, it's doubly so. A, when you're asleep, you know you have that guft, which is just a sitting duck, which is just open, which is just prey, waiting for the kaichasatoma to claim it for their own. And when it gets claimed again, there is more of an Atia for an avir. There's more of an inclination. That body naturally is going to drift more towards doing the wrong thing because it's been seized and claimed by the kaichasatoma, and all, uh, all the more so when a person's asleep with the, the neshama, the spark of godliness, which normally keeps the kachas at bay, which normally is able to deflect them and and uh, resist them from staking their claim in this person, is now absent. The person has approached Misa, Misa here meaning his ruchni has to a, large part, to a large part departed him and, and to a large degree bin mistalik has left. Left behind was something which is mostly, again, just a, a, a cloud of dirt over here, a goof, and that all the more so allows the Yitzhar, the Kaychus atoma to get in. Said, said differently, when we're A, awake, and B, certainly during the daytime... there's a natural resistance to the, this Yetzer Hara trying to seize us and claim us for its own, the, the Keich rather, the forces of evil and darkness trying to seize us and claim us for their own. And that natural resistance comes from the neshama within, which is illuminating the guf and saying, no, this guf doesn't belong to you, this guf belongs to me, this guf belongs to the Rebain Sholeilam. I'm here, I'm inhabiting this guf. And this entire discussion can be presented along the lines of the first Mishnah Bab Siya. When we're awake, there's a struggle of Snaim and Bhatalis. That's what we have over here. The talus is us, as the body. And there's two people, two entities. eichhaz and and kulashaliv The neshama is claiming the talus for itself, and the is claiming are claiming the talus, the person's body, the person's body, the talus for itself. Each one's claiming that it belongs to them. But at least there's a struggle. During the daytime there's a struggle. And to a lesser degree, at night when we're awake there's also this struggle. The neshama is still there. The neshama is saying, uh, Kula Shali. you can't plant your flag over here. This belongs to me. That also allows us to understand that you know, nighttime is always a time of more in the just, Nighttime is a time of, of, uh, of, of more hefkaris. that hefkeiris is in the air and it's in the air because it literally is in the air, because the are in the air. Um, the more a person is naturally strong to strengthen himself during the day, the less of a struggle he has at night, because his neshama is stark. We're talking about when he's awake. Neshama is stark. Neshama says kula shali. The neshama is going to win. The neshama is the stronger one. If a person is already naturally weak during the daytime, then at night, even if he's even if he's still up, boy, is he in, tr- is he in trouble? Because his neshama already been agit shepherd. His neshama, the, the power of the neshama, the hold that his neshama has over the guf, over that proverbial talus is already undermined, is already weakened, and the Kaichatoma are saying Kula Shali and they're gonna be able to make inroads into this person, get him to be chayte at night because they're planting flags in him, laying a claim, staking him out, and you don't have much opposition from the Neshama at night. But again if a person is stark, stark and he's always you know working on himself, doing the right thing during the day, then at night also his Neshama will be able to banish the Kaichatoma um, to a large degree. At night, when he's asleep, the neshama goes away. When he's asleep, the neshama is not there anymore. So when he's asleep, the kaychas are able to come and invade and say, Kula Shali. When he's asleep, the shama's gegangen. And the, the, the kaychas atom are planting that flag and making this person having an to wrap. So we may ask ourselves now, so Gival, what's he supposed to do? Every night when I go to sleep, my neshama departs and the kaychas invade, they infiltrate. They're claiming me for themselves. What's going to stop me every single morning? From oh, I have to fa- face this battle every single morning, and I, I have to, and now, based on what the kairos that did to me at night, every morning I'm going to wake up with an urge to do avir. It's not fair. How could that be? How could that be? So we're going to we're going to see as we continue over here that um, this will actually lead us back to have newfound insight and understanding. As we said, in some old ideas, let's continue with the next line. We'll see exactly what's going on over here. When we're asleep, the skichatum are planting that flag, laying a claim to us, staking out a claim. And the Al Shon base, That's why at nighttime the is able to get in. Because the, the, the nishama left and the body's there, and it's saying, Kula Shalin. There's no one saying on the other side saying Kula Shalin. No one on the other side of the talus. This is the Ruach Ra that Chazal tell us, which invades a body when it's asleep. The Ruach Ra. This Ruach Ra that we've heard about, right? When a person sleeps, right? you heard of this before? The evil spirit that's on you when you're sleeping? When you wake up, is there an evil spirit on you? Ever heard this before? What do you do? What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Why? Why do you wash your hands? They're dirty? No. No, don't. Uh, I send Hashem. return my neshama. Okay. Shmear and then I go wash my hands. That's what I'm doing. But well, why do you wash your hands? Together, if I didn't ah, know. Tuma together. Ah, toma toma Yeah. Okay. toma That's the same thing. The evil spirit. toma toma Okay. Where does toma come from? It says now we know where it came from. shashayra al hayadaim. This is the residual toma that when we wake up it's still there on the hands. That's exactly why you're washing your hands. Because of the flag that was planted in you when you were asleep from the kaichas That flag was planted in you when you were asleep. It claimed you for, for itself, for their own nefarious purposes. And anyway, you wake up, it's still there. It shrinks back to your hands, but it's still there in your hands. It's still there in your hands. When you wake up, it it recedes, it 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 retreats. That tumma that's on us when we're asleep because the neshama left and and the flag has been planted, so that's in our entire body when we're asleep. When we wake up, it retreats and it's it's left on the hands. Now, two questions we have to ask. Why does it retreat when we wake up? And why does it retreat to our hands when we wake up? Why does it retreat to our hands? Why does it retreat altogether? You the, uh, your body. Before, let's add, let, we have two questions. A, why does it, if it's there when I was asleep, again, the way we're explaining it is the powers of evil have claimed, staked out a claim in me. They planted a flag. This belongs to us. So that's in my whole body. How come when I wake up, it retreats to my hands, it leaves, it leaves and it retreats only to my hands. It leaves the rest of my body. Why does it leave? And then why only the hands? So what, what, let's answer those one at a time. What was the first question? Why first is it retreating to my hands? Because the neshama returns; therefore, the light tries to dispel the darkness. Hmm. Exactly. Excellent. Beautiful. It's exactly based on what we're saying. That now the struggle comes back again. Now there's another mandem, and the neshama's is on the other side, saying, hey, you get, "Get out of here, buddy. This belongs to me." Then the neshama comes back and takes that flag and throws it out the window. Then the Shama says, what, "What are we doing?" Was meant to? What's You think this body belongs to you? This body belongs to me. Kula shali, that kicks the koychasa toma when the neshama comes back again. That's why the toma leaves the body. And recedes and retreats all the way to the hands. The reason it leaves the body is because the Neshama has returned. Beautiful, such a beautiful idea. You see, new connections, new insights into old ideas, and that's why the Kaychas Hatoma retreat, because the Neshama has returned. The Neshama is saying, That doesn't belong to you. This body belongs to me. There's another Mandam on the other side of the talus now saying, Kulashalit. That forces the Kaychas to retreat and recede. Yes? Why Dafka, the hands? Why isn't it retreat to the nose or to the ears, to the mustache, to the toes? Why? Why is it Dafka retreat to the hands? Why is that the last holdout? Says the Ramchal, um, because that is the um, the uh, the area, the border, the the red lines that Hashem has decreed, where the Toma still is able to hold out, have its last stand. It takes its last stand over there and it's able to hold out over there. That's what Hashem has decreed in the hands. Which is, makes, which is be perfect and befitting and appropriate based on how Hashem runs the world. Like Pachs of are not more than the hands and not less than the hands. That's what Hashem has decreed and that's what Hashem has decided. That's what makes the most sense. Period. End of paragraph. So the, ten, like the Ramchal has the question, the Neshama, the Karech retreat, the retreat to the hands. Why to the hands? Because Hashem said that's what makes the most sense. It sounds like dogma. It sounds like Time, but he didn't really give us an explanation. Now, the uh, first question of why is the retreat altogether, he didn't ask that, but that we, we spoke that uh, based uh, on uh, how we're understanding the whole system over here. That makes beautiful, beautiful and perfect sense. The struggle is, is um, once again at play. The game is yet is, is once again afoot over here. Um, the game is afoot. The neshama has returned. That forces the karechas to retreat. We take the flag and, and throw it out. Um, but why dafka the hands, especially if the game is afoot? Why should it be the hands, right? So that the Ramchal kind of just said, oh, that's just the way it is. Now, we want to try to have a, a better enriched understanding than that. I mean, not, not that, whatever. We want to get to the depth of what the Ramchal is saying. Ramchal says that it makes the most sense. That's what's the most appropriate. So um, I believe to, uh, to get to that, we'll first to the next paragraph, which will be on Monday that the Ramchal is going to get into what Ramesha shared with us, the practice, the Jewish practice of negel vassar, negel vaser, yadaim, washing your hands in the morning when you wake up, which obviously is there to banish the tuma from its last holdout over there, from the hands, and when we go to the next paragraph, hopefully we'll understand backwards why it is dafka, that the hands are the place where the Kaychaz are still able to make their last stand. Okay? Yeah. So that's good for today. Everyone should have a wonderful Geben lifted your Shabbos, mm-hmm. and we'll continue with next week on Monday.